Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to the Outlook Podcast. My name is Naomi. Today is another exciting episode because we're talking about assumptions and to be specific assumptions that women have about men. So to do this, I'm not alone today. I will be discussing this or having a conversation with three friends of mine. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves quickly. Hello, my name is Imano Mkambo. Hello everyone, my name is David Yellow. Hello everyone, my name is Ruben Chengo. Awesome guys, thank you so much for coming <coughs> and thank you so much for accepting to do this. Okay, so we are going to, I'm going to give a list of assumptions, the common assumptions that we ask people to share with us that were from women and you guys are going to be responding to those assumptions and whoever is ready is going to give an opinion from their point of view. I thought this was so important to discuss because I feel like most of the times we misunderstand each other because we have so many assumptions about ourselves. I thought it's better to just have a conversation about certain assumptions that women have about men. Okay, so the first assumption is men are less emotional than women. Who is starting first? Do you agree and what's your point of view? Alright, so concerning whether or not uh, men are more emo- uh, have less emotions than women, and I think that everyone does have emotions however it's the range of expression which kind of differs over the extent to which we men um, express our emotions yes so the the assumption that men don't have emotions is not true men do have emotions but the expression is just kind of masked and this is for a good reason because especially when it comes to emotions that show weakness for men, we are taught from a young age that you're not supposed to show them. It's not masculine to do that. And I think that it's not wrong. It's not wrong. So that's my contribution on the matter. I'll pass on the mic to my, I am my friend, Emmanuel. All right. Um, so a man emotional. Um, less emotional. A man less emotional compared I mean, to women. Yeah. Um, I think that's, it depends really. Uh, so if, if we say men are less emotional i think maybe from um an expressive perspective but uh based on my own experience i i believe men as emotional as women are except uh men are either better able to handle some uh, emotions or are better able to suppress some emotions and this is uh usually based on um i think this suppression or this lack of expressiveness when it comes to emotions is usually based on um, our preconceived ideas that we have, and these are usually imprinted on us because of, uh, you know, like societal standards and whatnot. That uh, men are not are not uh, expected to to express emotions. So I think men are as emotional as women are, except their expressiveness is uh, either different or is usually very much um, very much suppressed as compared to uh, to those of women. Yeah, just to add on to what my colleagues have said. Uh, men are not less emotional in the sense that when it comes to expression, yes, they may have limitations in terms of maybe cultural backgrounds and beliefs that they have brought in themselves. But if you take time and observe a man's actions in terms of how they express their jokes, some of them express their emotions through jokes and you might not be able to really get the man you think he's not expressing his emotions or maybe he's less emotional because you've 
been just hearing jokes all, all, all around, but in those jokes, there are tiny truths about emotions that they are trying to express that if we pay more attention to them, you discover that they are just as emotional as women. Yeah, that's my contribution. Okay, so there's another assumption that women are better communicators than men. So does that mean that because men are men show less emotion than women, does that also mean that communication is also a problem to you guys? Because communicating comes in with you expressing yourself and expressing how you feel. So what do you what 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 would you say about that? Yeah. Um so I don't really think men are less communicators. I think it depends personally, okay, let me my capacity I value communication as the basis on foundation for any rela relationship for it to thrive and, and survive. So if I'm not communicating then I'm starving my partner. So I think it has to be the platform that the partner offers to 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 the other partner. So what platform have you given your partner for them to express their emotions? So it comes to us understanding who we are as partners, understanding if she understands me and I understand her, I'll find a platform for her to express her emotions without fear and with with so much peace at the end of it all. And she'll have the confidence to confide in me. So if I do not provide that platform, then I will not show my partner the way of expressing. But when it comes to men, just because they are less expressive in terms of their emotions, they also have ways of expressing their, their emotions. So it's, it's up to the partner to really understand what kind of man it, it is so that they express their emotions in that way. So I feel it's not necessary that there are less emotions that they can express. They can still express the emotion, but they need that platform for them to really provide those expressions. Yes, um, and I think I'd like to add on, uh, to, to, to write on the, the point that Ruben mentioned concerning um, having a platform to, to actually communicate certain things. I honestly believe vulnerability is as hard for men as it is for women. And uh, vulnerability does not, you know, does not necessarily depend on the gender of the person and the gender or sex of the person. Because um, I feel like both, both parties would have difficulties communicating certain things if they do not have a right environment that actually allows them to express certain things. So, for example, if I'm a guy and I have, if we're looking at it from a perspective of a relationship, if I'm a guy and I have um, maybe like a partner who has a bias towards a guy expressing their emotions and whenever I bring up anything, any conversation that is sort of emotional and I want to communicate something that is emotional, that I, something that I find emotional and then the person is consistently dismissing uh, such conversations, especially if I'm the one who's initiating them, then I feel like that sort of breeds a very, um, a very adverse environment or a very adverse atmosphere for me to actually open up about some things that would be uh, that would sort of be like vulnerable topics for me. So I believe that um, men are not bad communicators because of the uh, the misconception that they um, uh, they are not emotional. So firstly, I believe that men are as emotional as women are. Maybe we are just sort of like um, 
it's suppressive of this and they're as good communicators as women are especially if they find a safe space to which they can um to which they can actually pour out such uh, some sensitive issues about because another thing that is also important for us to understand is that the fact is the fact that uh you may be dating someone but they may not be your safe space and we've actually we actually know of situations where you know like maybe someone opens up maybe decides to open up to um maybe like their male friend or someone like that who they actually find as a safe space and they're actually better communicators in that environment because they have a platform or a place where their emotions are accepted where they where their emotions are accommodated so i feel like it's it's really about having a place where yeah, where you can open up and your vulnerability is actually acceptable and it's not seen as um you know as a weird thing from the listen and whatnot okay this is this is interesting so david um there's another assumption i want you guys all of you to answer based on your own opinions another assumption was that if a man does not ask deep questions about a girl or the person that they are interested in pursuing then that's a red that's a red flag so what would you say about that especially when the conversation is just hi how are you doing what did you eat you know but then this person sort of looks like they like the girl and they would want to pursue the girl but then the conversation just never progresses will, will it be safe to say that's that's a red flag and that person does not want to pursue that person like the girl or something all right um saying uh making a judgment based on that observation that uh if someone is not asking deep questions i don't think it's um the right way of interpreting a situation for example if there is a guy who's always like hi hello and the conversation doesn't go beyond small talk like the weather and all that it doesn't we can't really draw a conclusion from there to say that this guy is a red flag because there maybe the person is just uh, finding it difficult to break the ice or find a, a point of connection between him and the girl there is there is another situation where a guy um is able to talk to a girl and they are vibing and everything but he never really asks deeper questions maybe maybe those are the situations where we would say that okay there is concern here and another thing is that when it comes to relationships asking deep questions is based on the level of relationship two people share if at all um a guy uh if at all people just met it would be viewed as creepy or intrusive if someone started asking really really deep questions so it, it's based on how comfortable people are with each other and like uh Emmanuel said having this safe space where people can confide in one another uh takes time it really takes time and it all depends on the, the person uh in question other people it takes uh who, people who are good communicators it would take a shorter period of time as opposed to people who are not emotionally intelligent so we can't really draw a conclusion however there is a reason as to why there is that misconception and i feel that um it's based on people who who vibe who are very good communicators who can uh, make people feel very comfortable 
and are really good at making people feel uh, safe around them. And then when they are not asking questions, maybe those are the people uh, you can look out uh, out for. Yeah. So that's my contribution on the matter. Yeah. Um. Maybe I can just add a few points on that as well. I think um it's it's not necessarily a red flag because there's there's a concept of uh, social inertia, and I feel like there are some people who are better at pulling through social inertia than others do. And just like I said with the previous point, it's you know it's it's the same for guys as it is for 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 girls. And uh, I feel like there are some guys who probably experience challenges with um, especially moving a friendship or an association from just being friends to um, to a romantic relationship, if I can say. And simply because uh, they're having challenges to actually express themselves and, you know, like be face the matter head on does not necessarily mean that they do not have intentions. Maybe they are having uh, challenges with regards to how they can actually uh, bring it up and break the ice without actually making it weird, because yeah, there's there's this all that. So I th so it's not necessarily a red flag. Yeah. So just to add on to what everyone has said, I also feel that uh, sometimes you 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 cannot see it as a red flag, but you should also be careful because there's some men that would tend to hide through such because you may classify everyone to be having maybe that social inertia, but others it's just a way of hiding and not trying to make a commitment. So you really need to have eyes that really, yeah, that will give you a, a head start to say, let me say, because um, I believe that anyone who wants to pursue has got the ability in them to really go further and find out. The same way we try to, when we want to find God, or diamond we do not find it on the surface we have to dig in deep to really get out the diamond and yeah so so that when it comes out it's shining and and and, and things like that so when you want to really know someone in depth and you're serious about making that commitment you definitely ask very very vital questions that will really prove at the end to say okay these are deep questions that really someone is interested in and Yes, there are some who may be in that category where they can't really, in the first moment, ask deep questions because they're trying to build a platform or a place where they can be vulnerable. But there are times where the others who really are confident to really ask those questions, but then they just play it like on the surface. We must, so it's not a red flag for some. It's just ways of understanding the type of person that that one is. Okay, and I liked what you said when we're not recording, you talked about how that a relation, like, again, at the end of the day, it has to be progressive. Like, the conversation has to be progressive at the, at the end of the day to show that this person is actually interested in pursuing this person. So, yeah, I feel like yeah. that's also important. In as much as people are different and in how they express themselves, I think there must also be that progression of the relationship. Like, it shouldn't just be... Yeah. For a long time, months and months, it's just the same, yeah, but yeah. Okay, so our um another assumption is that um guys can never just be friends with girls. What do you think about this? Right. So the question as to whether or not guys and girls can be friends, can just be friends. I think yes. Well, I think these uh these assumptions are are derived from observations many people have made over over time. 
and most of the time i will say that in many instances not really i, I won't say most of the time because i haven't done the statistics but in many instances this happens that when a guy and a girl become friends um they cross the line and others become what they call friends with benefits others eventually start dating and all these funny things so however it doesn't really exclude the fact that there are many who have just been friends and have maintained their platonic relationships so whether on i will say that that this is not true however um although this is not true there are a, a large there are a large number of groups of people who ended up crossing the line but that's uh, the, them the number of people who really cross the line doesn't really mean to say that that's the truth for everyone and so even while i am saying no it's not true i'm taking i'm acknowledging the the people who have actually crossed these other instances yes yeah just to add on to what you said i think when you look at also the the days that we are living now like the social media world most of the voices that are loud are those things which are wrong people have come to the to make conclusions based on these loud voices but yet we still have uh relationships in terms of friendships that are that's my a guy and a girl that are really also vital for their personal development so you find that maybe a guy connected the lady to a certain job or maybe a certain interview or a certain scholarship and things like that so there are those relationships that exist but we cannot refute also to say there are there are those which if they cross boundaries i always believe that a relationship that is between a girl and a uh, and a boy should have boundaries and those boundaries should guide the flow of the relationship once the boundaries are crossed and if it's not addressed then there'll be problems then so it's, it's the matter of guarding the boundaries that should be enforced around and then should we say that girls and boys should not be friends no because there are also things that we tend to mutually benefit from each other so we should have just instead have boundaries that will guide our relationship i love that i love the aspect of boundaries i think that's what i think that's so important because even as you are friends you should have boundaries and then obviously then now if you have to now cross or like you know cross to the other side or whatever then obviously that has to be established so that something like what david say like so that things like friends with benefits friends with benefits in a very an unusual way shouldn't things like that shouldn't happen because you've set boundaries and those boundaries have been communicated so yeah okay so another assumption is that men are less interested in commitment than girls what do you guys think uh <laughs> I don't want to sound biased, but I don't think that's that's true. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true because honestly, I I think um, at least everyone longs for you know like, in as much as there are people who you know like like playing and you know like jumping from one person to the other and whatnot. I feel like deep down, everyone wants you know like someone they can actually not necessarily settle with, but someone they can have something that is exclusive with, and someone they can you know like. Uh, just have a probably like a long-term uh, solid solid uh, commitment 
with and whatnot. So I do not really buy into the idea that uh, men, you know, generally or guys generally uh, are afraid of commitment. But uh, because I, I think it goes both ways because yeah, we actually have people who who um, are scared of making, rela- I mean, who are afraid of making commitments because of the responsibility that comes with it. So, yeah. So I would like to clarify, first of all, before I answer this question, what do you really mean by commitment? Okay, so with commitment, like this assumption mostly came from the aspect of men um, not committing to a relationship. So there's times when maybe let's, a man will sort of string a girl along, you know, just like, but not really defining certain things, such situations where the man is not really being serious about um, defining things and they end up stringing somebody along instead of actually defining things and committing to maybe one person. Yeah. All right. So uh, concerning uh, how you've defined it, stringing people along and not really committing, not coming to, not properly defining uh, relationships as to what people are, if whether or not or not they are boyfriend and girlfriend, if they are dating, but there is just this emotional energy between two people. I will say that it goes both ways. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. say that this is a trait only seen in men, mm-hmm. but I will say it's also a trait seen in women as well. Because women can lead men on oh, like no. woman's business. <laughs> and she knows even guys do the same where you know that this is not going anywhere. <laughs> but just because of the emotional entertainment, because you're bored. Sometimes emotions, things to do with emotions, kind of like give you a jolt that nothing else can give you. And when you know that someone really likes you, and yes, you know someone really likes you, and there is just this emotional charge that comes with that. However, you know deep down that you are not going anywhere. Same applies to women. It's also seen. This this is a trait. I think this is a trait we all share. It just depends on the level of self-control a person has and whether or not they are willing to uh, put aside all that for the sake of the other person and commit or not. So yes, so that's my take on the matter. Okay, so I have another question, actually. I feel like this assumption marries with the previous assumption we just talked about. This one was that guys equate being friendly to being flirty. So again, there's the aspect of sometimes a man will be thinking a girl is being flirty when the girl is really just being friendly and they're just responding (laughs) to the energy that you're giving them. So would you say that, like, would you say... That's leading a man on. Why? Why are you leading the guy on? Seriously, why are you smiling? Why are you smiling at the guy? Being Not to my love. You are busy sending a guy to my. No. You already know. No. Listen. I I think we need to 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 put this out there, because this is this is not acknowledging. There is a problem among youths where they know that this person this person is genuinely interested in them because 
unless maybe they are teenagers, 12 year olds, uh, maybe 16 years olds who don't know things about life. But I, I, I would like to believe this podcast um, age group is around the 20s and everything by that age. Everyone knows that if someone is giving you attention, they are probably interested. Probably interested. And then there is no way. Um, there are certain things. There are, there are certain people who are just ge are, are genuinely nice. But it is not right. Okay, it's not right where you have seen this person. It's obvious. Everyone has seen how that maybe a lady shows um a certain level of energy towards a certain guy and then we now and then she she even knows it and then she'll come and say no i was just being friendly really guys that just, is that is being, being nice. in, no that is denial <laughs> that is denial that is denial and and playing victim and okay. which is a really bad thing where most of us don't want to play victim in <laughs> Yes, we want to play victim as if we don't know what was really happening. And it feels good. <laughs> emotionally, it's emotionally freeing where you're like, I didn't know. This person, I had no idea. Because being the victim is, is the first response. We see this even in the Garden of Eden where everyone was playing victim. No, it's the woman. No, it's the snake. So I think it's just... It just sounds good in the moment. However, everyone knows. If we're just being honest, we have to grow to a certain level of, of maturity and just embrace things and say that, okay, I was showing interest. And yes, this is what's happened. So coming back to the question, I hope, if, I, hope I didn't steer away from the question. No. Yes, uh, there are people who uh the misconception they um you you assume that because they're being friendly you, you assume that they're being flirty instead mm -hmm. of you know thinking that so concerning being flirty um yes there is that assumption that um guys have that when someone is being friendly is then being they're friendly, being flirty especially if you have um interest in the person because there is uh that thing where there's projection yeah psychology speaks of projection where when you think of someone in a certain way you tend to project your emotions on the person and you feel that they they feel the same way when in actuality that's not the, the case this also goes for ladies they also have the same thing where they tend to project and say that this guy led me on can she the guy is just naturally jovial <laughs> yeah. maybe no. but and then in the moment maybe the lady didn't notice that that's how he relates with everyone and thought that mm, this is a special way and he's being flirty and everything yes this said there are people who are flirty Yes, there are people who are flirty, who flirt with what, everyone. What, what would you define as flirty? Like a girl coming off as flirty to you, what would you define? Because I think sometimes you don't know. Like you said, sometimes the girl is just jovial. And as you said, a guy sometimes can just be jovial. So what would you define as at least some parameters? I don't know. Like what things do you, would you consider as flirty? Well, that's beyond friendly. Things 
when it comes to drawing a fine line between being friendly and being flirty it's this is a subjective thing in my in my opinion but there are things that stand out and making time for someone is one of the things that are like no this person is interested if they are never when when this person when it when it comes to something that has to deal with this guy or this girl or yes when it comes to when it comes to doing something that has to, involves this guy she's always available maybe the guy is like oh i'm going this this direction let's go together and then the girl is always available availability is is, is flirtatious on a serious note availability is flirtatious there is no way someone can always be available <laughs> even at awkward hours why should you pick up my calls at midnight why are you calling me midnight? <laughs> why should you pick up my calls at midnight and string me along in a long conversation why are you calling at midnight because i am interested <laughs> i am interested and this is what we're talking about stringing someone along stringing someone for a guy to call at an awkward hour and just bring up a random conversation that's showing interest and then by a, a, the lady being um available at awkward hours again she's she's communicating interest yes so yeah that's my take on the matter yeah so well um i, I think for me when, when it comes to like there's maybe like okay Somebody okay okay it depends with the boundaries that you've set as an individual okay uh there are people that really we just communicate with and they okay i've come to an understanding that the way you you view someone as uh as david was saying that if you have intentions of 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 of, of liking someone the way you view how they are communicating to you it will always seem from your lens or from your perspective as if they're really poor they're really also getting back to you with interest which is not the case so that that entire perspective of the the, the way you view things will result you in you thinking if they deviate from the way they communicate with you normally say she led me on or he led me on because you had this view all the way from inception that this person has interest in me because you have interest in them, which may not be the which may not be the case that they were just friends and they were just themselves when they were communicating with you. They were sending love emojis. They were sending this and that. So if it is not really like defined from the word go, you and it's not clear with you, you discover that at the end of it all, you'll be thinking they are interested in you, but yet they are not. That really makes sense. That that makes sense. I think that perspective really makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so uh, I think everything has been said, but I, I just want to highlight on the on the issue of um, victimization and whatnot. I think when it comes to this whole idea of um, ladies being friendly and guys thinking they're flirtatious and whatnot, I feel like there's also um, 
responsibility on the guys but since we're talking about it from a uh, guy's perspective i mean in a lady's perspective that they're friendly i think it's also um the responsibility of the guy who apparently in this case is uh the victim to to, to take to take the responsibility upon themselves to actually uh, make their intentions explicit because um if you are not making your intentions explicit and you're having the person drag you for a very long period of time i think it's um i think it's irresponsible for you to cry foul maybe say after what three years of talking and you're not you didn't have anything specific you know like any any you know like anything any relationship or anything those lines like specific and then the person you realize that the person has actually been dating for two years oh no i think that's sort of like irresponsible on your part to actually not come out and explicitly state that because i think it's sort of um i think it's the the blame falls back on the guy to for having you know like carried themselves through um this whole period like okay maybe three years is too long but maybe like over a period of like six months or seven months just assuming that you know this person likes him or not but obviously you could have had maybe a conversation or maybe you could have had you could have sort of like brought it up even implicitly and tried to see how a person is uh reacting towards like a certain thing but uh the fact that people do not want to see things objectively and they want to see things subjectively based on how they feel and because like if you like someone honestly you make whatever you think should be made out of nothing you know a simple response maybe like someone you send someone a message and they respond within a minute maybe the the, the phone was in their hand and maybe just popped up and then they they were able to like respond in a matter of seconds if you are maybe like you you have uh some some love interest or whatever interest in this person if you if you are you know like a person who's most likely to be uh to be a victim of of, of such a person who may most likely uh cry, cry for about such chances are very high that you interpret it as the person liking you and whatnot but in actual sense you won't look at it objectively that maybe the person had the phone in their hand and whatnot so i think it's also the responsibility of the person who cries foul to actually look at it objectively and try to see the indicators that they did not see that this person actually didn't like them or maybe other possibilities that things were actually turning out this way this person this person was uh was responding to me because maybe they were just being respectful and they couldn't see me on scene or maybe they were also uncomfortable to just tell me off so i think it also falls back on uh the victim to take responsibility upon themselves to try and you know move from an implicit state to a, an explicit state where they can actually state that okay uh this person hasn't been thinking about our our relationship from that perspective and maybe i can have them start thinking about it from that perspective so i think that's my thought that's great yeah, yeah i think just to add on to what mano was saying you know sometimes I, I, I really also feel like the kind of conversations that you have in between that you entertain yeah that you entertain can really define what kind of relationship or what kind of situationship that is uh, that is good. there that's in good. that moment because yeah. you may find that you are conversating on maybe if if you're not if you're not too specific you know you're just conversating on different things you you get to understand that this person is just a general friend mm-hmm. but if you start inclining yourselves to specific conversations mm. then you start building up expectations from the other that's to good. say this one wants to communicate something so if the conversation is about soccer then communicate soccer talk about it general you know you you're just you you you're just here and there you are not specific about something but once you start inclining yourself into a specific conversation that really maybe talks about you know uh relationship and things 
the person who will eventually see that there's some interest and when someone backs off to say i was just trying to ask general questions then be like do you know that you asked me deep questions mm -hmm. and i built interest based on that because yeah. you didn't know how i was i was feeling about it when you asked me because mm. i was expecting something that oh you're not in a serious relationship mm -hmm. or something and then so they would tend to project that because they're looking from their view it's, it seems like an opportunity for them to and when they they, they they don't get the right response like i was just joking they'll be like you played me uh, you laid me on and the victim yeah the victimization starts from there so setting boundaries on what you communicate about also is is one of the ways of really helping yourself from being a victim that's this is so good so we're going to move on to our next assumption <laughs> yo yo this one this one was quite common a lot of people say this so they said most guys are cheaters <laughs> if you've listened up to this far thank you so much please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast using whatever application you may be hearing this episode on this will notify you whenever i put up new episodes and let's continue these conversations on social media find us at the outlook podcast on both facebook and instagram i cannot wait to hear from you